It's time to place our bets on women entrepreneurs. Hi everyone, welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Press Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? I've written about the gender pay gap in the past, where the 2022 data revealed that for every dollar paid to men, women are only paid 82 cents for the same job. And then comparing this with the disparity that was existing in 2002, so that's a 20-year gap, when women were paid 80 cents to a dollar, Diba? So parang in the span of two decades, two cents lang yung improvement. If this is the, the rate that we will be moving forward, it will take us not a couple of years, but a couple of hundred years to close the gap. Grabe! So if you'd like to learn more about the gender pay gap, just um, search for FQ Mom Gender Pay Gap. And the article links will be shown to you. Now let's check the gender disparity when it comes to startup funding or what we call the gender investment gap. This is a less known disadvantage women suffer from compared to the well-documented gender pay gap. But do you know that the disparity is so much worse? Based on a study by the Boston Consulting Group, BCG, the average investment in companies founded and co-founded by women was less than half of what is raised by only male-founded companies. Oh my God! Okay, so our new term for today is gender investment gap. Let's say that again, the difference between the investment capital raised by men and women startup founders. So on average, women-founded startups get less than half of what their male counterparts get. Hi, grabe, di ba? Sobrang talong-talo yung 82 cents to a dollar for the same job. Now, here's the big irony of this disparity. Despite the funding disadvantage, women-founded businesses generate higher revenues and return compared to their male counterparts. Ano ba yan? <laughs> di ba? So if you're going to check out the article, I use there the graph shown in the study of BCG. So the graph shows men getting $2.2 million in investments while their female counterparts are getting $935,000. Okay, so that's less than half, no? 935 is less than half of 2.12 million. And then, when it comes to the revenue generated, while the males generate like $662,000, the female counterparts 
generate $730,000. So, mas malaki na generate nila kahit na disadvantaged sila in terms of funding. So, isn't this crazy? For sure, this is not a deliberate action to put women entrepreneurs at a disadvantage. It could be a confluence of many things. One, you know, women generally lack the overconfidence that men exhibit in pitching their projects. So, syempre, diba, if the audience, um, they may be swayed by the, over, the more overconfident presenter na lalaki compared to the female counterpart. Second, some investors may still perceive the woman's role as a homemaker and may worry that raising children will get in the way of the business. Diba? I've discussed it also um, a few times. Diba? Para bang between the two parents, who is more likely to take the leave when the child is sick? It's the mom, diba? Now, let's go to the third one. Funding decision makers are still predominantly men. And they are probably looking for someone like them, whether consciously or subconsciously. On the matter of why women tend to generate more revenues and returns, there could be several reasons. And among them are... 1. Due to the bias for men in funding. It's more likely that women entrepreneurs who received funding were measured using a higher bar already. Therefore, they already have better projects to begin with. So, pwedeyon, di ba? Two, women are more open to collaborations and more detailed and micro-oriented, which are very important in a new venture. Three, women are more loss and risk-averse than men in general. This makes them more aware and it enables them to better manage their risks. 4. Women generally put higher emphasis on internal motivations compared to their male counterparts who are more externally motivated. What do I mean by this? Intrinsic motivations such as making a difference, helping society solve a problem, etc., these give more compelling reasons to persist on projects, especially when the challenging times come, compared to purely monetary and other external motivations. 5. Women come up with ideas that they have experience with. Thus, they have a greater sense of familiarity with the problem they are trying to solve with their proposed business. And 6. Men are more likely to make bold projections in their pitches compared to their more conservative female counterparts. So this one now would make a difference in the way the returns uh, to, the, to the investors will be managed. So I think there are more, many more reasons aside from this six plus three reasons that um, we discussed. But the point here is this. It is not to make a men versus women startup contest. It is to highlight a not-so-talked-about gender bias against the women entrepreneur. It is time we give our women entrepreneurs a better chance at making a difference in our society. Now, 
I'm going to share with you um, the learnings from a Pinay entrepreneur. Ang tawag nga eh, negosyente, na naka-capitalize yung S-H-E dun sa negosyente. A few months ago, I had the opportunity to interview Roda Castro Caliwara, the founder and president of Executive Genesis Services, Inc., who is also the president of the Philippine Association of Legitimate Service Contractors, or PALSCON. She was also recognized as one of the inspiring Filipina entrepreneurs by Go Negosyo in 2012. In my interview with her, she shared with us her personal journey and how she became a successful negosyente. It's a heartwarming narration of her childhood challenges, especially when her father met an unfortunate event. He was imprisoned, leaving her mom to raise her and her siblings all by herself. Rada also narrated how she also became a single parent when her husband died. And of course, she shared with us her philosophies in life and what made her successful. We talked about loss aversion and how entrepreneurs should address this human bias. You remember loss aversion? We've talked about this a few times. So again, if you'd like to know more about this, just, you can just uh, search FQ Mom loss aversion and the links to the articles and videos will come up. And since loss aversion is the central behavioral bias, we paired it off with the central part of our house in our house tour plus behavioral biases series. The video will come out on our YouTube channel on Friday. So I do hope that you will watch out for that. You already put it in your calendar. There you go. I hope this podcast plus that video interview on Friday will convince more women to get into their dream businesses and become successful entrepreneurs. And also for investors, nako, makinig kayo, please deliberately place your bets on women entrepreneurs. It's about time. So maraming salamat po for joining me in this podcast. If you want to learn more about Financial Quotient, just head on to fqmom.com and subscribe so that you don't miss any important content on this matter. I do hope that you already have your copy of your FQ books and you're following me on my socials. It's fqmom on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and this podcast. So maraming maraming salamat po. I hope you have a great February. And this has been Rose Rest Fausto wishing you all a high FQ.